And a good rainy, windy Saturday morning to you on this 31st anniversary program of this show. And, you know, 2020 has just got to be the strangest year of my entire career as an outdoor broadcast journalist. Maybe my entire life. Can't wait for 2020 to get out and get 20 to 21 in here. Well, you know, more fishing events have been canceled this week, but actual fishing remains stronger than at any time in the last couple of decades. And as you've been hearing for the last several months and along with the hunting, I I think it's going to remain to be a strong sport while some of the others are being canceled or self-destructing for political reasons. So let's continue to enjoy the activities that are as old as human existence spending time in nature we've got some plans for you coming up this morning we've also got one of our excellent field reporters captain mike gallo guys in need of a theme song and as promised last week at the end of today's show he will have one we need your help in selecting one from our five finalist songs you the audience provided those so get ready to text your vote along with comments and questions to us at the mortgage financial text line 504-260- 1870. I'll give you your choices uh, that you can pick from. You can do either the number or the name. Number one, Up, Up, and Away in My Beautiful Bay Boat, originally performed by the Fifth Dimension. Uh, we've got Miss Louisiana that's going to sing a special adapted version of that. That's number one. Number two, I Want to Go Fishing, Randy Heaven. Number three, Gallows Pole, Led Zeppelin. Number four, Born on the Bayou, CCR. And number five, Eye in the Sky, Alan Parsons. Pick the one you think fits best for our Captain Mike Gallo's field reports each week and text us your name or number to it, and we'll add it into our vote. At the end of the show, we'll select one of those. We've also got a black puppy, someone looking for a black puppy to give them a good home. And it's all from a a, a dejected uh, person who just recently lost theirs. So they've got a lot of love to give if you happen to know of a black lab puppy that's up for adoption or sale. He's not looking for a hunting breed. And I know a lot of times when people have litters, some of them become excellent hunters, some become mediocre, and some just don't like to hunt at all. It doesn't matter if this dog hunts. He's strictly looking for a black lab pet. And if we can help him out, uh, text me the information. Or if you want to email it to me, com and uh, hit the Contact Don email button, and we'll be glad to hook you up with him. Also, we have a couple who allegedly made a bad decision last week during a late-night drive. They will be our bad boy and girl of the outdoors episode this morning. And get ready. We've got the sounds of season five of Bayou Wild TV premiering August 6th. The first episode starring a crowned princess and a bullfrog. Plus, we've got your coastal marine forecast. I'm looking at the radar. Uh, Southeast Louisiana and Gulf Coast of Mississippi is covered up right now with light rain. Uh, Over there towards uh, Texas and the Corpus Christi area where I was visiting a couple weeks ago, uh, I tell you what, it's classic twirling uh, tropical storm uh, conditions, but the winds are not quite near as heavy as uh, what you would expect from a, a near hurricane. And also it's not packing the amount of rain that a lot of times is associated with those. But uh, you can rest assured today, about a 70% chance you'll encounter rain along the Gulf Coast, 60% tomorrow. Offshore today, Southeast winds 15 to 20 knots, about six-foot seas. There is a small craft advisory up till 7 o'clock tonight. Inshore, they're asking small craft to exercise caution, also in effect till 7 p.m. tonight. Inside conditions, uh, southeast wind 10 to 15. Uh, that's going to you know make things a little choppy and rough and breezy. Tomorrow going to be a much better picture on the inside. East winds predicted to subside to uh, about 
uh, maybe just 10 knots. And so you'll have one to two foot seas, well, actually three to five offshore, and you could have some choppy conditions on the inside, but smoothing out a little bit for tomorrow. Mississippi River stage, boy, it's getting low. Ryan Lambert's going to love to talk about this. 5.8, it's down to, and not much tide today. 0.3 is your tide range. You might want to take advantage of some of that wind-driven water if you're going to get out and brave the rainstorm today. Make sure part of your equipment includes a rain suit if you're headed out today. We've been plagued with some rain pretty much all week. We'll talk to Robbie Campo, get the update from Campos Marina at Shell Beach. That's our first stop right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And we are joined by Robbie Campo at Campos Marina in Shell Beach. Robbie, what a rainy week this has been. Looks like we still got more of it to deal with. Uh, people who have braved it and gone out there and uh, kind of stayed away from those winds, how have they done? Well, I tell you, Don, it's kind of uh, a redfish week. Um, you know, people went up in the marshes and stayed, you know, stayed up in the insides. They didn't try to get out, uh, you know, to the islands or, um, you know, up in the rigs because it was just it was just too blowed up out there. And um, so, it, yeah, it was a redfish kind of a week, and and they did okay. You know, I'm not lighting the world on fire, but they did okay. Um, I got, you know, I got uh, about 15 charter captains going out this morning that their people want to go, so they're going. And uh, uh, I don't know how they're going to make out, but it was raining here just a minute ago, with, you know, right before I got on a show with you here. It was drizzling. So make sure you have some rain gear today. If you, if the day is the day you got to go and it's the only day you could go, I would suggest some rain gear, uh, definitely, because I think you're going to get wet today. Um you know, we have plenty of live shrimp on hand. Um, you know, I tell you how slow it's been, Don. The boats haven't been out in three days. So uh, we still got plenty of live bait on hand. So if you're coming down and today's your day to go, hook the left at the bridge and come on down and see us. And, look, we'll get you parked and we're going to get you going and we'll get you, you know, where you think, tell you where we think you ought to be. Uh, it probably would be better uh, sleeping with mom in the morning. But if, like I said, if today is the day you gotta go, <laughs> you know, gotta you gotta go. I mean, hey, you know, just make sure you got your raincoat. That's all I. That's all I can say. You know, um, Don. We uh, and one other thing I wanted to add. Um, we opened out. We opened out. Campos has opened an apparel store. Uh, and if anybody wants to see any of our stuff, because we had bought some dry fit shirts and we got hooked up with a t-shirt pull boy for. Our, stuff and if they want to order it they could go on our facebook page and see our link and all that stuff and it makes great great christmas gifts or whatever you need we got it so but um anyway if you want to come on down fishing this morning we here we waiting for you hook the left come see us don't wait no long lines we're going to get you going and send you on your way just make sure you got rain gear i would suggest you fish up in the Bluxy marsh today or in the back of Hopedale, up in the up in the protected areas. I still think you could catch some redfish today because they've been doing it throughout the week. And I would not be trying to target trout today um, just because of the uh, of the weather. I know we don't have a whole bunch of tide today, which is probably not a bad thing because if we did, Don, we would have water on the highway. Um, the water came up yesterday. It was uh day before yesterday and yesterday it was lapping the blacktop over here on the edge of the highway. Um, the water got up pretty good. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, no land left on just makes water, man. It, it's, you know, a little bit of east wind. You know, it, it's only blowing nine miles an hour here. So 
But any kind of low east wind, we got water, uh, you know, up on a up on a road dog on damn near. You know, so I mean, I mean, just it's just crazy the way the way this water comes up now, um, <clears throat> and the dam being there at Hopedale doesn't stop anything. It just comes on in, and when it's time to fall, it just holds it back. So. But uh, I think today, if I was going to go fishing, I would try by that dam because some nice fish were caught on this side of the dam. I would have to go try that, make that my first stop. Uh, I don't believe there's going to be a whole pile of competition there today. <laughs> I really don't. I think you could go fish the dam. You might be by yourself. I don't even know. Because, <laughs> we have, you know, we got charter no. cabins out, but I just don't see many people fishing today. Yeah. Well, you just got to lower your expectations on days like this. And like you say, make it a redfish, maybe puppy drum, some sheephead. And if you get lucky, pick up a trout. Some bass have been in the area, too. So you can kind of maybe make a little bit of a catch. Robbie, look, save me one of those shirts in XL, okay? I got you, buddy. I got you. All right. So, all right. Well, we'll talk Thanks to you next week. And I hope I, got a, I hope I got a better report for you next week, Don. <laughs> uh, so, all right, buddy. You and a lot of other folks. Absolutely. Talk to you next Saturday, my man. Be good. Yes, sir. Take care. Robbie Campos, Campos Marina in Shell Beach. And, yeah, really disappointing news because last week we got so many good reports from the islands, Breton, Chandelier, and Curlew and Gosher. And that is the launching pad for a lot of people leaving out of Shell Beach. Some people leave out of Venice, and they were catching some beautiful trout, but they're not going to be too accessible to, to get out there today. All right, did want to run down the red snapper for you. Uh, the count was released yesterday by Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. As you know, uh, we have a quota that is set. This year's was a little over 784,000 pounds. Through July 12th, which was a couple weeks ago, they had caught 535,000-plus. Uh, it's about 68% uh, that have been harvested during the first eight weeks. Remember, it's open on Friday, Saturdays, and Sunday only. I'm thinking it's probably going to last, depending on the weather and the number of people that get out and catch fish, um, through Labor Day weekend, possibly two or three more weekends beyond that. But don't know if it would go much more. Anyway, we'll keep you up to date. It is open and red snapper are fair game. Remember, two per person, minimum 16 in size. All right, we come back. Uh, we'll talk to Captain Kirk. Let's go west out there. I'm looking at the radar. Yeah, he's got some rain over his way, too. It rained last time I was there. We'll figure out what he's doing over there. Captain Kirk Stancil of Hackberry up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Yes, Captain Kirk does have a theme song. My end of this program send that in to us uh text line 504-260-1870 and the uh, choices are and we're getting some text in now up up and away in my beautiful bay boat that's number one i want to go fishing number two by randy heaven uh number three is the gallows pole number four born in the bayou and number five eye in the sky text that to us and well, will up your vote and put it into the tally. Let's talk to Captain Kirk right now. Kirk, it looks like on uh, my radar you guys have got some rain on top of you right now, but doesn't look real heavy. It looks kind of light. What's going on? It, it, that's exactly what it is. We had a little, pretty good little shower came through about 20 minutes ago, and uh, no rain at the moment, but we're going to have some around for a little while. Uh, most of, We had quite a few trips scheduled for today, and uh, we had three groups show up. Everybody else decided they were going to uh, – reschedule and try and pick a better day but uh these other guys they said we're going you know regardless so we're gonna put hey we're gonna put 10 straps on mouthpieces <laughs> in and get after it 
Yeah, don't forget the don't forget the rain suit or at least the garbage bags. Put those in the boat too. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's up to yeah, the individual. Yeah. Some people don't some people don't mind getting wet and getting rained on a little bit, and other people said, "Look, I'd rather fight another day." You know, and because and, they've got exactly. the time, so it's a it's a personal thing. But there will be some fish caught. Tell me what's been out over there. Are they catching them on the north end of the lake, mid lake, by the jetties in the ship channel? What's happening? It's been happening pretty much up and down the lake, depending on the weather, Don. Uh, you know, if you get some nice days, uh, the channel bite's been real good uh, from, you know, say, nine-mile uh, nine cut area all the way to the jetties. That's when the tide slows down and the water will clean up. On a strong incoming tide, all that's muddy. Or if we can catch a falling tide, which it, all week long was an afternoon deal. And the fish are there. And we're starting to catch fish on finger mullet. That bite's starting, which usually does in July. And, you know, we Carolina rig up and down the channel there. And I like to do that because you catch bigger trout and you don't have near as much trash fish. Where, you know, the lady fish are thick right now. So if you're throwing live shrimp, you're going to have to deal with those guys. And well, the, where the did the finger mullet uh, caught? Do you have to. Do you... Do you have to catch them with your cast net, or are they available at the yeah, bait shops? I, no, no, you you have to catch them, and it doesn't take long in the morning. Just find find a point along the channel, or a little, uh, you know, a canal coming out, or a little bayou coming out. They'll hang out around the bows of those, and it's best if you can catch them at first light between then and sunrise. They're easiest to catch. They're easy to see, and and they're a lot easier to catch then. So, uh, you know, I, that's kind of the pattern I've been working the last week. Uh, there's been still a lot of fish caught on the reefs out in the lake on the south end. Uh, and mid-lake north, there's been birds working. A lot of little fish, but you might hit a school that, that'll have keepers. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty much happening up and down. And, and there's uh, one of my guys, he's been going all the way up to Preanne Lake and doing well every day up there. He said water's really pretty, and he's been doing real well up that way. So there, there's fish all up and down. Oh, that's good info. Yeah, and uh, uh, Kirk, I don't hear y'all talk much about fishing croakers. Do y'all use croakers much over there? No, hardly at all. Uh, there's some guys, not guides, but some of the folks I see that do. They do real well with them. Uh, it's just you can't over here to catch croakers. You got to go to the weirs or something, which is you know it's illegal to, to cast net from the weirs here, and nobody handles croakers. Nobody sells croaker at all here. Though mm-hmm. we, I pretty much just use finger mullet. Sure. Yeah. Well, they eat like the mullets, but those those croakers can really be good as you get late into the summer. How about white trout? Yeah. Any reports of white trout showing up your way? A lot of little bitty ones. I mean, tiny <laughs> ones. I mean, you can't even think about keeping them. They're, yeah. they, they, they're just a nuisance. When you get in those guys, it's time to pull up and move. I mean, they'll get in just, hmm. you know, that, that's mainly a shrimp bite. Uh, you know, I mean, we'll catch you some on plastics, but... Uh, I mean, the plastic bike's still happening. It's just you got to work harder. You know, most of our clients, you know, I always have to say, you know, they're they're not re- the most skilled fishermen, so live bait works better for them. Yeah, they prefer catching instead of just casting and fishing. Fishing, that's mean. right. You know, well, of course Kirk, you got uh, your, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things are looking better on the radar for you guys, uh, and that doesn't mean it couldn't pop up and get real bad later on. But right now, it just looks like it's 
kind of scattered and thin. So I think you guys that decided to brave it out will get some fishing in today, this morning. I, I think that's they will. Uh, and, and I know it's it's pretty windy over here. I mean, we're we're blow, it's blowing around twenty, and I know the guys they're going to marsh and redfish this morning more than likely because uh, they you know the, the tides are high enough where you can get back in the marsh and. Uh, one of my captains went in there yesterday morning, had his 20 reds by 10 o'clock in the morning. So that, I'm sure that's what they'll do. All right, hackberryrodandgun.com, and uh, you can see the, that's it. The, the cleaning table there and find out what's coming in. You can see it real time. If they want to call and chat with you, Kirk, give them the phone number. Okay, uh, it's a toll-free number, Don. It's 888-762-3391. And, again, Hackberry Rod and Gun, you spell out and .com. Very good. Talk to you next time, Captain Kirk. All right. Good talking to you, Don. Have a good one. Stay safe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Coming back after this, going to get to some of your text messages. Yeah, i got quite a few coming in. That uh, text line, 504-260-1870. Uh, cast your vote. Uh, give us your message. i got some people been out fishing this week. Some doing good, some not, some problems. We'll cover it all. It's what we do right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, uh, let's get to our text line where people are casting their vote for a choice for a theme song for our own very own Captain Mike Gallo, which we're going to decide later on today. You'll be one of the people who helped determine that. All right, here's a text. says, Don, how's bass fishing been in the East Pearl? What lures have they been using to catch bass? Pearl was dropping. Don't know how much how high it's going to get because of this uh, rain that we're getting. Uh, there is some in that area. I would say always uh, this time of year, spinnerbaits, and, uh, you know, maybe you can throw a topwater early in the morning, but I would go to a spinnerbait middle of the day, and, of course, when it starts getting in those hot days, uh, you might want to use a, a, a worm Texas style and just kind of slow rolling in there. All right, here's uh, one uh, from Toby, rain or shine. <laughs> he and Gary are in the playground of Delacroix. Red and green are on the agenda. Uh, he votes for a theme song for Captain Mike as Born on the Bayou. And some people are spelling that B-O-R-G-N-E, like Lake Bourne, because that's where Mike fishes. Uh, here's a vote from Baton Rouge for number three. Some people are choosing a vote by the number. Here's one. Good morning, Mr. Don. Had to wade through water to go to work this morning. That's why I am the river rat. Good morning to you, rat. All right, got more text. We'll get to those. And also I'll run down the rodeo cancellation list for you right after we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And here's a report, a good one from last week in uh, Grand Isle. He said, had a great weekend last week in Grand Isle. Don't advise it for everyone. Six-man limit of redfish with full-draw bro fishing. They went on till after 2 a.m. Then after that, they jumped on the loco in motion at 6 a.m., headed out and took a six-man snapper limit. Praise God for being blessed, and let's all pray for our country and everything that's going on with it. Amen to that. And, boy, I tell you what, that's some hardcore fishing there. Stay up all night bow fishing for a limit and then jump on an offshore boat and catch snapper. That's some uh, some tough guys there and maybe some girls. All right, uh, question. Do you know who owns Bayou Liberty Boat Launch? The area is littered with holes, making launching difficult. I realize the area is subject to flooding from very high tides, but relief would be appreciated. That's from Doug. Doug, last I knew, that is at, uh, I think the one you're talking about, is located at St. Genevieve's Church parking lot. And I believe the church, I don't know who they get to, to maintain it, but I believe the church owns it unless they are leasing it out. And, yes, I, I know it can get into some pretty bad conditions. 
Uh, you also, I don't know if it's changed, but you used to have to be really careful that you don't go off that ramp that was in there and get your trailer wheels stuck behind it if you went in too deep. Uh, right now, though, I imagine the water is very high in that area. There's a lot of areas in southeast Louisiana. But uh, I would say start off by contacting St. Genevieve's Church and uh, asking them who is responsible for the launch, and maybe you can get something done there. All right, uh, here's one that says Megan Cruz, who is Miss Louisiana. You're going to hear a little uh, soundbite from her that's coming up on a Bayou Wild Frogging episode. It said Megan Cruz is a perfect song for Mike Gallows, also a good choice for Mike Gallows Hall. All right, so we'll put you down for up, up, and away in my beautiful bay boat. Uh, Here's one, uh, the backstrapper. He's choosing number four. And then we have a happy anniversary. Thank you very much. This is the anniversary, our 31st year doing this show. Seemed like only yesterday we started. (laughs) I would be allowed to vote for Born on the Bayou, Captain Mike Gallo. Enjoy your show. Been listening for years. Working now, about to go home and grill a pheasant. You know, I have really come to enjoy eating pheasants. A friend of mine, uh, she really has put out a, a really good recipe. I started off, well, Carl Beyer uh, showed me the, the, the pheasant parmesan, and then she kind of modified that, and I think I like hers even better. But pheasant is just a great bird. Now, grilling it, I, I wish you how, how do you keep that bird from drying out? That's the, the challenge when you're cooking a pheasant. you got to keep it moist. And, and tender because, boy, it really has a tendency to dry out. And even though the flavor is good, it just gets really dry, kind of like uh, if you overcook turkey. But anyway, if you've got something special you do to keep it uh, moist and tender on the grill, I'd love to hear about it. Please let me know. All right, here's Justin. He is in the Gentilly Animal Menagerie. <laughs> we used to call it the wildlife area. He said the rain's been excessive. Uh, he hears there could be tidal flooding in places. Y'all be careful. Absolutely. Uh, we do have some more southeast and Tomorrow, a, a due east wind, although it's going to be lightening up a little bit, is the forecast. All right, so there's our text coming in for this morning. Let me get to those uh, rodeos. i tell you what, I'm going to take the break right now. When I come back, i got cancellations on a number of rodeos, but I believe there's one that's uh, going on today. We'll tell you about that. And also, one rodeo that is not being canceled, CCA, Star Rodeo. They don't have their awards banquet planned until October, so the fishing goes on. We'll give you the update on that one, too. And more fishing reports coming your way, bad boys of the outdoors, and what is Florida going to do about their flounder problem? We might want to listen up because Wildlife and Fishery says we have one, too. Back right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, uh, well, here I am in uh, St. Hubert's on a rainy Saturday morning. i got two dogs that are comatose. My, my, my 15-year-old German short hair, Gracie, is uh, sacked out on the daybed, and in her kennel is two-year-old Smokey. And uh, I'll tell you what, they'll be ready when hunting season gets here. But this morning, they ain't even paying attention to the radio show. They're good company, though, and so are you. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, a rodeo update, fishing rodeo. Boy, this has been a horrible year for fishing rodeos and other outdoor events, banquets, and other fundraisers, uh, you know, with the cancellations. And we got a couple of more. Uh, you know, the Grand Isle, the big granddaddy of them all was canceled. They originally had planned to hold it, but without the pavilion, they Decided to uh, give it a cancellation. Uh, the Golden Meadow Fouchon Tarpon Rodeo earlier this year was canceled. Um, the Rummel Rodeo was postponed and scheduled to run August 14th and 15th. That has been canceled now. And the American Italian or Italian American Rodeo that's usually held out at Breton Sound in Hopedale, they have also canceled. So uh, they're dropping like flies on the rodeo scene. It's a shame, but 
The other shame of it is the fishing is really good. Uh, now, the CCA Star Tournament, they are all going strong. And, uh, you know, I've checked for changes on the leaderboard this week, and there were none. It was pretty much the same as was going on. But uh, probably the the best news, if you can, and I strongly suggest you get a ticket before you go fishing. Uh, there's still a lot of those originally tagged redfish. And uh, there's been a couple caught by people who were registered, James Loop. And also uh, Lloyd, I think her name was Piku, uh, caught one. But there was also another one or two that were caught, but the people were not registered. So they miss out. Uh, there's a truck and an RV and boats and all kind of prizes. And, of course, a lot of other prizes for a number of different categories. One thing I would encourage you to do is, is if you fish with your kids, get them entered into the youth division. So speckled trout and flounder, it's very easy. All they have to do is catch a legal size trout or a flounder, bring it to one of the weigh stations, weigh it in. It doesn't matter how big it is, as long as it's legal. It's not judged by the size of the fish. They do a drawing, four drawings, and one winner from the east, the southeast, the southwest, and the west divisions all get a little boat, motor, and trailer rig of their own. I tell you, I got to meet a couple of them last year at the banquet, and they were so excited. But it's a great effort for kids, and, uh, you know, you can get them signed up easy enough to do. That's the CCA Star Rodeo. All right, got information this week from the Florida Wildlife and Fisheries Commission. You know, they originally, before Louisiana, uh, had the research and the data to say that our flounder population is in trouble. Also, they said it's not from overfishing. Uh, Florida has announced some regulations that they have drafted, and if it approved by their commission, There'll be some changes. They they would recommend increasing their minimum size, which is a 12-inch flounder, to 14-inch total length. Uh, reduce the bag limit, which is now 10 and half to five. Uh, close the season during November for the recreational take, and then they would also establish a commercial trip and boat limit of 150 flounder when using allowable gear for all the months outside of November. That's strictly for commercial fishing. Uh, then they would also extend all those uh, regulations into the federal waters, which if you're going to do things with flounder, I think that's important because more and more data shows that that is where flounder spawn. They go offshore to spawn. So we'll keep you up to date on that, and uh, I'm sure at some point the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries biologists will be making recommendations on changes to flounder fishing here in Louisiana to help restore the population to safe levels. The speckled trout, I know everybody checks every week. They want to know what's going on with the speckled trout. Uh, nothing as of right now. Uh, there are a list of proposed changes, and I think it's going to be one of those. There's about five different scenarios. You can find them on the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries website if you want to go over those. All right, one other thing I wanted to mention right now, uh, I've got someone that contacted me. Uh, someone had a, a black lab. And they had this dog for a long, long time, and um, they're looking to replace it. They lost the dog. It had to be put down. I think the dog was it was uh, well up in age, and they're looking for a black leg puppy. Now, they do not hunt, so it's not that they're hunting. They just like black labs. If you know of one that's for sale that's or up for adoption, uh, please let me know. Send me an email. Or if he's doing the show, you can text me at 504-260-1870. Otherwise, go to my webpage, dontheoutdoorsguy.com, and find the Contact Don button, and you can shoot me an email there. All right, let's see. i got a couple more. Oh, here we go. i got uh, Bayou Liberty Marina, who owns it. Um, 
<clears throat> again, this is coming from a listener, so it's not verified, but uh, the person that uh, texted me, I will text you back the name and the phone number that was provided to me by the people who own Bayou Liberty Marina. All right, and I uh, also got a tip on uh, cooking that pheasant. We'll check that out, uh, keeping it on the grill but keeping it tender. And we're getting some more votes for Born on the Bayou. That's one of the popular ones, also Up, Up, and Away, and a couple votes for the Gallows Pole. And also one for I Want to Go Fishing. Cast your vote. We got it on my Facebook page if you want to go there. Uh, Mark Chambers, I see he uh, checked in. He's getting his game face on for bass fishing. Topwater frogs and matrix, six cents lures. Yeah, I got to tell you, top water bass fishing, beautiful, good stuff. Good luck to you, Mark. All right, we come back after this, uh, go down to Grand Isle, rainy Grand Isle, and find a windy Grand Isle, too. Find out what Daryl Carpenter's got going on, how the fishing's been, and when he thinks it might get back after this little inclement weather we're getting pushed into the Gulf. Back with his report. Right after this, you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And we get a report on the Grand Isle area, east, west, and north and south of it, from Captain Darrell Carpenter of RealScreamers.com. Captain Darrell, what's going on on the island this week? No Grand Isle rodeo, we know that. Yeah, Don, I, I kind of wish I had a fishing report to give you, but, I mean, between the between the south winds we had all week and, and the, the talk of this tropical storm or whatever the system is, you know, coming all week, it scared a lot of folks off. That plus the cancellation of the tarpon rodeo. Uh, and, and, you know, almost rightfully so. We had uh, all week long, we had a, a strong south and east flow. And uh, I don't know where it's coming from. I mean, I, I, I guess the uh, the river was supposed to be way down. But as soon as that wind switched and put that east component in it, everything here got real nasty, dirty, uh, tough to fish. You just had to you had to hide behind something that was kind of halfway blocking the wind. We were able to put a few fish together all week, but nothing nothing to really beat our chest or crow about. Um, with all this bad weather, we have had a, a couple of folks that have actually gone up in the marsh and started doing a little red fishing because we were forced to, and the, the reds have been a decent bite. But, I mean, other than that, uh, you know, even the folks on the side of the road are having a tough time at it because, you know, trying to face south and throw into a 20-mile-an-hour south wind is a little bit tough. Uh, you know, so it's been it's been a slow week, and I guess it's it's time for it's time for Grand Isle this weekend to live up to his reputation. And what would have been the Tarpon Rodeo weekend, I guess it's just going to be a big party here on the island somewhere. <laughs> yeah, well, they have no problem in doing that. Uh, well, Daryl, your experience, you've been guiding down there a number of years. What does it take for that stuff to straighten out and get back in, or do you think there'll be another system possibly moving in before we get the remnants of this one out of here? Well, I hope not. Uh, it just depends on who you believe when you're watching the weather channels as, as far as how long this stuff's going to hang around. Uh, you know, the last I saw was up until Wednesday, um, you know, that we're going to be raining out and dodging lightning and water spouts and that type of stuff. But, you know, it, it, uh, 20 miles makes a difference, Don. I mean, when, you, when you're fishing, especially in the coastal areas, I mean, if one of those bands sets up and it sets up, say, over the mouth of the river like they've been doing lately, then we're fine. In fact, it does us well because it blocks that sun all morning long. Uh, it just depends on where they set up. But, you know, we, we're on a, we're, even though we're flooded right now, we're, we're on a dead tide. So if, if this will blow on out of here and get through and our tides pick up, say, about, you know, Monday afternoon or Tuesday, then, you know, one good tide change, and it, it should bring in some cleaner water. And I really don't care which direction the wind's from as long as it just slows down a little bit. 
You know, I was uh, talking about cancellations of uh, fishing rodeos and stuff. Another one that's been canceled, that been held down there, got very, very popular, was Ride the Bull, uh, the kayak tournament for the Bull Redfish in Kaminata Pass. Uh, how has that been going before all this weather came up and people were able to get in that pass and do some fishing? Are the bulls in there? They were starting to show up. I think there's more being caught. There was more of them being caught kind of out in the Gulf, out of the mouth of the pass on the sandbars. Uh, the, the sharks have been just completely horrible. Uh, we, we've had a, a very banner couple of years, it appears, on, on the pumping of the bull sharks because uh, my last trout trip, which was, what, two days ago, it, uh, we had to leave a couple of areas because we just couldn't keep the sharks off of it. Uh, between between eating the bait and actually coming up and eating the carps, we were losing too much tackle. <clears throat> Spending too much time retiring because of the sharks, but but the bull reds have not. I don't think they've gotten deep in the pass yet. A lot of them are still out on the sandbars, out in front of the passes. You know, a lot of longtime Louisiana fishermen. You know, catching a bull red is is not that big a deal. But for a lot of people that that come in from either area, North Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, that have never experienced that, it, it, it's kind of a bucket list item for them. What is your favorite method for setting up on bull reds in the past, as far as the bait and the rig that you would use? Well, Don, it's it's normally you know we nor everybody normally likes to fish them on a falling tide better. Of course, that falling tide brings out bait. But I, I typically use you know the conservation side of me says, look, I don't want to fight that fish for an hour on, on trout tackle and, and wear wear it out and end up killing it. So typically, I use what would normally be a surf a surf rod and or you know some of my my old offshore excuse me my old offshore stuff. Uh, depending on how hard the current's running, a uh, uh, two ounce to, to a five or 10 ounce sinker on the bottom. I don't like using crack crab. A lot of people use the crab, but I find that there's any current running whatsoever. It pulls the meat and all out of the crab and all you end up with is a shell. I would rather either use live bait, either, either the live croakers or your frozen cut mullets or, or your live mullets that you cast net. Uh, just, you know, find you a tip of a sandbar or somewhere where you've got a little bit of an eddy in the current and just kind of put it on the bottom. And I call it five-gallon bucket fishing. You know, go ahead and put your lines out, get your <laughs> five-gallon bucket, and wait for, it to, wait for the rod to go off, you know. Yeah, you know, a lot of fun if you if you have access to one of those pontoon boats. You know, you can take those out and either, you know, come out or go on the other side to Bell Pass and anchor out in the pass and get your little party going, play some music and, you know, have a little cookout and set those rods in. And when they start going click, 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 uh, there you go, you know. It's and a lot I'm, of fun doing you, that. We, well, we've seen a lot of it this year, not just, I guess, the, the one positive about COVID is I, I bet you I can count on one hand the number of trips I've had where there hasn't been a child on the boat. And when I say a child, I mean anywhere from 9 to 13 years old. People are people are now finding the time to rush, rush world we live in to put the kids back on the water. Love hearing that. Realscreamers.com, that's R-E-E-L, screamers.com. If you want Daryl's website, give them the telephone number, Daryl, if they want to call you and bring a kid fishing with you. 225 937 6288. All right, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Don. Have a good day. 
Yes, sir. Daryl Carpenter, RealScreamers.com, fishing down in the Grand Isle area. Wonderful, one of the really unique treasures we have in Louisiana. All right, after the top of the hour, we're going to let you hear from uh, <laughs> some sound bites from our premiere of Season 5 Bayou Wild TV program. And also we're taking your comments and calls on the theme song for Mike Gallo. We'll hear from him, too, on The Outdoors with Don DeBute, Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 